Welcome to Season 5 of Podcast Le Renaissance. Today I'm going to be covering something a little bit different than usual, but what episode isn't different? Every episode seems to be different on this thing. Today we're going to be talking about light workers and Christians and the density of Americans and the balance in between the two seemingly competitive ideas about how we can find a grounded position to stand in truth on rather than, you know, being too high-minded or too low-minded. Anyhow, without further ado, let's jump right into the show. When you walk out of here today, don't be afraid to remind our government that they work for us! You must leave the area immediately. If you refuse to leave the area, you will be arrested for North Carolina General Statute. Under North Carolina Stand in the gap. You've got to be subject to the law, whether you have on blue jeans or blue uniforms. What is right is right is right. I don't give a damn what it is. Because guess what? I'm ready to go to jail and die about it. Think globally, act locally. We need to understand what the global agenda is, but we need to act locally to counter it. And we need to do it in a way that occupies peace. We need to do it in a way that is going to make connections with each other locally so that we see each other as human beings. I'm going to leave you with three simple words. Integrity, dignity, and community. And a lot of people were seeing politics at that time, but I was seeing revival. Yes, revival was coming through the realm of politics. Amen. And, uh, and that momentum and that movement is still in our country. Yes, sir. We just need to find avenues to harness it and yes. where, where, it, where it manifests itself. Fan that flame. We're, we're uh, you know, the move of God is strong in our nation mm-hmm. today. The word of God teaches us in the book of Psalms. It says that if I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and be at rest. It's released representing the soul of Andrew. To get this into the into the public eye, uh, we're trying to win this war and we can't do it without your help. All right, so I wanted to start talking about this before I forget. I'm probably just going to delete this and make a video, but if I don't, you know that I didn't because you're hearing it now. Now, it's kind of like there's so much to balance in life, right? And we didn't come here with an instruction manual. We do have the Bible, right? Many people say, you know, those are the basic instructions before leaving earth. But beyond that, like even then with that, how do you take that word and apply it to your life? And what does it mean, right? And we have people who try to force that down people's throats, you know, the Bible and force it onto people. Some could accuse me of doing that myself. But the end of the day we have a spectrum of mentalities and spiritualities upon this planet on this earth whatever you want to call it you know a flat plane a spinning ball in space i don't care it doesn't matter the message is still the same you have people that are down in the density of the earth american consumerism you know we hear about this problem all the time we all know it's a, a huge thing right we're stuck down in the density everybody's obsessed with money getting more, you know, convenience, 
having material possessions and all this, we've heard about this a million times. Now, if you take that, but what we don't, what we never talk about and we never get, and I, I'm not sure why, on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have these light workers, you have these people, the, you know, the Pleiadian type people that they say they're from a, the Pleiadian star system or whatever. They're light workers and they're bringing down light upon the earth. You have this very high minded mentality. But it goes beyond high-minded. These people have their heads in the clouds, right? They're too high-minded. Because being high-minded means you have high moral principles and values, right? There's a balance point to that. But there's an extreme where you can keep going up and up and up and up. And when we do these hallucinogenics and all this, all ayahuasca and all this kind of stuff, it, bring, it brings you out of your body and into that higher plane, into that higher field, as if you had died, Right? It's the same experience, the DMT release or whatever. And I'm not saying that any of that's untrue, right? Any of these experiences are untrue. I believe those experiences are real experiences. And there is truth in them. But there's also truth in the fact that you still need to go eat food and you still need to take a dump every day. And you still have these lower desires, such as sex, which are required for life to be in existence, right? But it's easy to get it too far, you know? Again, we're going back to the American problem where we're too low, we're too dense. But there's people who are too... Uh, what's the opposite of dense? I can't... What's density, you know, there's dense, and then there's... What else is there? Hmm. Too scattered, right? Yeah, it's too... You're too scattered. Your thoughts are scattered, they're everywhere, they're not joined together, they're not, you know, it's the positive energy, it's the positive influence as opposed to the negative energy. But a car doesn't start without a negative and a positive charge. Electricity doesn't work without the positive and the negative combination, working together in unison. So if you just have positive energy, it's not going to work. If you have this Pleiadian mentality, this better, like... It comes off as like you're better than everyone, right? And Christians suffer from this too. Who don't consider the problems that others are in. You know? They have it in a different way. I don't want to get... I don't want to focus too much on the Christians right now. But... It comes into this spectrum of influence that exists and everyone's got it wrong man we look at you look at the chakra system right these people are these light workers are focused on the chakras right you, you have your crown chakra you have your heart chakra you have your root chakra and all this right you want to balance them out but when i was learning about chakras like my whole idea was like how high can i get i want to get as high as possible go up 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 and out up and out and i took all kinds of hallucinogens to get out to go up, 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 up. And my thoughts became scattered. And they didn't... Doesn't mean that there wasn't truth in them. But you can't apply certain truths and principles back down to earth and have them be true here in reality. It doesn't mean they're not true somewhere else, but in this plane, we're here on earth for a reason. We have physical bodies for a reason. 
And until we honor that fact that we have a physical body for a reason, we're going to be lost spiritually. We're going to be lost mentally. We're going to be lost physically. Whether you're too dense or too scattered. And when you look at the cross, I still don't know what I mean. I don't, I mean, I still don't know what I see in the cross as an image, right? Because to me, it's an image of death. They killed, you know, Christ on the cross. To me, it's kind of weird to focus on the cross too much. However, I'll steal me on the cross for a moment. When you look at the cross and you look at the focal point, rather than, you know, a regular cross where it's just the center is down low, the center is up higher, right? The, the cross is up higher. And when you make that cross with your body, you just stretch your arms out. Well, what's at that center point? It's your heart. And the heart is the center of our beingness on earth. And we need to focus on that, right? But we also need to have our mind in check, the higher-minded ideas. However, we also need to have our root in check. And the mistake that too many people make, these Pleiadian lightworker types, is they want to go up constantly into the realms that don't impact the earth. And, and they see what's going on out there in these higher realms where the angels and demons are at war, and even beyond. And those are great places to meditate upon. And they bring us a lot of instruction about how to live and be better here. However, if you can't apply it to here, if it doesn't bear fruits upon the earth, it's a dead practice. And so many get trapped in this quote-unquote higher-minded thinking, but it's not really higher-minded. It's head-in-the-clouds type thoughts, where you're so high up, it's just unrealistic on the earth. And that's just as bad as being too dense. It's out of balance. There is no balance. You need to have the balance. And I understand that these types of people probably exist because of the opposite side. However, until we all come into balance with ourselves, there's going to be suffering on the earth. It's just going to happen. And, you know, I, the Bible tells us until God comes and casts Satan down from the th his throne upon the earth... There will be suffering on the earth until Christ comes back and reigns. He can reign in our lives, right, individually, but collectively on the earth, you know, it's not going to happen until God decides that, right? And I think God decides to do that when we are ready, spiritually, as a collective. However, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, we're going to heal the world, some Tikka Molam bullshit. That's like, you know, the Jewish traditions, traditions of Kabbalic mysticism. Fascinating traditions. Head in the cloud, scattered type thinking. And honestly, it's a lower form. Like Christianity, it's got it right for the most part. For the most part. But there's still something off about the mentality of Christians, about how they approach the situation without proper thought and information and wisdom in the need to identify with that group mentality in any aspect 
is just not appealing to me because we need to stand alone with God, with the Most High in us, and come to the realization of that within us. And I'm still organizing these thoughts. This podcast is really just a way for me to do that. So forgive me for being a little scattered myself right now. However, I think I'm illustrating the point fairly reasonably about these different dynamics of these different groups of people and these different mentalities and ways of thinking in how it creates confusion on the earth. Both sides create confusion. Those who are too dense and those who are too scattered. And we all miss the mark. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. At least for a time in our lives, there's no way. There's no getting around it. Now, some people, you can debate whether or not we can ever get to that point. I'm not to a point where I don't fall short. That's for sure. You know, I fall short all the time. In realizing that myself, when others fall short, I, you know, I don't take it personally, even if it hurts me, because of <clears throat> promises that were made or whatever, you know, people's word not being honored, you know, it causes pain. But these higher-minded type people, they say all kinds of things, but because their head is in the clouds and their thoughts are scattered... Their word doesn't bring life. It's death. It's dead. <laughs> it's a dead word. We need to know how to speak the truth. And we can make our words truth. Right? Just by saying, hey, I'm going to be there at such and such time. And, you know, how often are we late? I'm late all the time right now. man. I don't know what happened. I'm late all the time. So I need to work on my timing. That's where I missed the mark, right? However, when it comes down to the day, when I say I'm going to be there that day to do a work project or help somebody move or whatever, I'm going to be there within a reasonable time. You know, within, you know, 50, I might be 15, 30 minutes late sometimes, okay? And that's me missing the mark, and I see that. However, I'm going to be there. When I say I'm going to be there and I say I'm going to do something, I make sure that I do it. And that's speaking truth, right? But we could just speak the truth, right? The problem with this light worker type mentality is that they say they speak the truth. But their word doesn't have life. It doesn't have power. It doesn't have force because it's unconnected. It's not balanced. It's not energetically viable because it's not grounded. It's not a grounded thought. And on the opposing side, you have the dense people whose thoughts and mentalities are so low that their goals are so low, sure, they can make them come true. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slay all these girls, man. I'm going to have sex with all these women, man. That type of mentality. Yeah, okay. Sure. It's a very low-minded thought, though. And yeah, your word might be true. And to be honest with you, I have, <laughs> I have more respect for that than I do for somebody who says, you know, oh... We can heal the world by doing this and that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do all these things. And I'm going to help make the world a better place. And I'm going to do this and that. And then they never do any of it. 
at least the dude who's like, oh, I'm going to fuck a bunch of girls and, you know, just because it's my own sexual desire and, you know, I'm going to do that. And then he does it. At least his word is true. At least you know where he actually stands. With these Pleiadian lightworker types, you don't know anything. You know, they, don't, they don't even know where they stand because their thoughts aren't grounded. They aren't real. They are higher-minded thoughts, which I would prefer that we would focus on as a people. We should be focused on higher thoughts. However, when you're focused on these higher thoughts to the point where you can't bring it back to the grounding on the earth and bring it into life and sustain that idea and make the words true, it is death. It is demonic. It is demonic influence. I myself, I've done a lot of hallucinogens. Because I found that in doing so, it broke me of spells upon the earth. I was stuck in a cycle on the earth, in a lower-minded cycle. You know, going out to parties, drinking, just hanging out, having fun, sex or whatever, for no particular reason. Just having fun, you know, it was great. Life's great. But when I took the, you know, started taking hallucinations, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And it was, it was very true. It was very true. What am I doing? What is my purpose on earth? What am I here for? I'm not here just to mind these lower-minded desires. Sure, that's one of the reasons that we are here, to experience those lower forms of thought. Because, again, if it weren't for them, (laughs) we wouldn't live. When we eat, we need to shit. You know, that's a low, that's low, that's lowly. But we need to do it in order to live. And we wouldn't be here if our parents didn't have sex with one another, right? So there is even an application in these lower forms of thought. There is truth in them. They are necessary to sustain life. And we, we can embrace that. That's okay. When we don't embrace that and we don't acknowledge that we sin and we fall short of the glory of, the God, of God all the time, <clears throat> when we don't see that in ourselves, we will condemn ourselves because we will be judging ourselves based, based on this. See, and some of you guys won't get this because maybe you haven't been in, in, in these <laughs> light worker type mentalities. I have. You know, I probably did call myself a light worker for a moment. I don't quite remember. I was definitely into it, like looking at the Reiki and all this. And all these subtle energies. And Oh, everything's about energy, man. No, it's not. It's not, because you can have energy in a dead battery. A dead battery's got energy. It, it, it's useless. <laughs> it's useless. And when you, have, when you have energy and it's in a dead form, it makes no difference. What you say or do, you can have the best idea in a box, in a dead battery, you know, out there in this higher-minded mentality. I'm trying to balance on a log. It's probably not the best for sound quality. <laughs> but um, you can have this high-minded ideal, but if it's in a form that's not grounded, the positive and the negative terminals of thought the anode and the cathode, you know, coming together. It 
it's irrelevant. It's death. And this is why Christians are right to mock such things, right? It's why they mock such things. However, I think that people, Christians, fall short of the glory of God because they're not willing to stand alone. I don't, I'm never going to call myself a Christian. Somebody could say, you know, Mark, Mark Passio says a lot of BS, but one of the things I thought he said that was rather compelling was that there's de, de facto Christians, right? And there's de facto Satanists. And then there's people who say they are Christians, and there's people that say they are Satanists. And de facto means, based on the facts of their life, they're either a Christian or a Satanist, right? It's not about what they say, it's about what they do. And some people are de facto Christians who would never call themselves a Christian. And I'm not even saying that's what I am. I don't know. But I do know that I don't want to be a de facto Satanist. <laughs> and a lot of people are. That's De facto Satanism is that guy who's, you know, he doesn't know he's a Satanist. He doesn't know that he's worshipping Satan by chasing his sexual desires and slaying all these women, right? And we all know what's wrong by now. I mean, the youth might not. But for whatever reason, my message is so weird. Every, every time I ever... <laughs> I don't even understand my audience. Everyone is my age and older. I don't have younger people that listen to me. I don't know why it's so hard to reach the youth. Like that. Like, zero of my audience on YouTube or this podcast is under 30. Like, maybe there's like one or two. But like, everybody's like, you know, my age and up. 30 and up. And I don't know what that's about. So I don't know what they're going through, but their mentality must be so different that I can't even <laughs> connect with it. Right? Not yet, at least. You know, one day I might figure it out. But I know that they're lost in this whole LGBT bullshit, right? But this LGBT thing is a form of this higher-minded thought where everyone should be treated equally, Everyone should be free to be themselves. But when you apply... So, you know, there's those ideas that never connect or are grounded to the earth. They're just dead words. Then there is these higher-minded ideas that are grounded to the earth, and they still bring death and destruction. Because even Satan has armies in the heavens. Even Satan has armies that mind these higher-minded thoughts and try to manipulate and bring it back down. And so that's why the LGBT thing is so compelling to the youth. Because it's, you know, if I were a young person now, I'd think the same way. But, well, yeah. In fact, growing up, when they had the whole gay marriage thing, I was all about gay marriage. Now I wish I wasn't. Because, you know, I was like, oh, all these people need homes and stuff. These adopted youth out here. They need a home. They need parents. So I was all for gay marriage. Because I was like, oh, just think about the adopted children who need homes. Seems great, right? But when you apply it and practice, the LGBT community leads to death and destruction. There is no life from two men or two women having sex. It doesn't happen. So it's dead energy. Yeah, it's energy. And there's a lot of energy and a lot of passion there. 
but it's a short circuit. It's a physical short circuit as opposed to these mental short circuits and these spiritual short circuits. And it, the, the, we can sit there and get mad at the LGBT shit. You could sit there and fight it and go to these drag queen story hours and protest them. It's not gonna make a, it's not gonna make a difference. Because it's only exposing your mentality. You're so dense and you're so low-minded that you're just going to get angry. You can't even raise these people up. And they're coming from a higher energy, from a more powerful position. Mentally, spiritually, and physically. With more energy. And because your ideas are so low and theirs are so high, they'll just keep doing what they're doing because you're in two different lanes. And those lanes don't merge. You have to figure out how to connect with people. To get the point across. Because we're not we're not out here fighting with other people. We're not here to hate people, right? We're here to guide and lead and shepherd through God's word, through the Holy Spirit moving through us. And we can't protesting isn't the answer. It's foolishness. Protesting is foolishness. Even if it's a drag queen story hour. And it is easy to hate these dudes in dresses. I mean, it's so easy. Like, God made it easy to hate, right? I, mean, I guess more along, Satan made it easy. He made these creatures, these beings that are easy to hate, man. I saw one earlier. Like, Ugh, so gross. A dude dressed up like a woman, not even shaven. I'm just like, what the fuck is your, what is going on? What is this? It's so easy to hate them, right? <laughs> and to condemn and point out their flaws but when we're flawed right then then you have the higher minded ideals of christianity which again i, I know see i'm i'm scattered here but i'm drawing out i'm, I'm plotting it out see how see i'm scattered but i'm plotting it out right i'm connecting the dots i'm bringing it all together and illustrating a bigger picture about the mentality of and spirituality of people and forgive me that it is a bit scattered because it will be because this is new information. I don't know. It just came to me today. From God, most high, sat down for a moment. You know, I'm going through a lot of changes myself, you know. I'm trying to figure out where the heck I need to be. And... Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Anyhow, I got other... Inf I got other things developing. Starting a new project with somebody. But, um... Just got good news on that front. That's exciting. But, um... Back to the point. We have... We, I, and I wrestle this myself. And the only reason that I can even convey this information is because I've been... I've fallen short in all these ways that I'm pointing out. And when I fell short, I didn't see at the time. But because I fell short of the glory of God and I sinned, when I see other people do it, I see what's going on now because I've been there. I've done it myself. I understand what's going on. Now, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, these, these Pleiadian types, man, you know, I met one recently and they, they, they showed me a lot about things, right? Learned a lot, but also saw how full of shit they were. Absolute bullshit. 
And again, if I hadn't been through that myself, I wouldn't be able to speak on it. Because I would just be angry and hateful. I wouldn't see myself, right? Wouldn't see myself in them, but I do. And even when I don't, you know, when once you've cultivated that spiritual muscle of recognizing your own sin and then seeing the sin in others and then not judging or hating them for falling short, but understanding that we're all flawed, even when I, it's a sin that I haven't committed or whatever, you can still operate in forgiveness, right? Even though it can be very hard and difficult, especially when you know information that could save them suffering. But that's fine, you know, God's got his plan too that I can't fathom. And I know that these people operate here because of God's plan and because of God's, you know, allowing them to exist here. And I see some of the plan because, again, the whole light worker perspective, as ridiculous as it is, <laughs> and as ridiculous as these people come off as, saying that they're from other planets and stuff, and how could they possibly know? And they come here with all this high-minded ideology about, you know, oh, we should be like this and this and this. You know, we shouldn't be doing this. But they don't see the sin in themselves, right? They'll condemn someone for doing the same thing that they do. They'll be like, oh, you know, you shouldn't eat all this sugar. You know, you shouldn't eat sugar. Don't eat sugar. I can't believe you're eating sugar. Don't you do that. Meanwhile, they'll go eat it themselves. And what happens there in that whole dynamic, you know, it could be drinking. It could be uh, whatever. Whatever the the desire is, Right? And this ties into a different thing that I'd like to get to before I wrap up here. Whatever that desire is that they're feeling and experiencing in that moment, which can lead to sin, right? It can, you know, smoking a cigarette or drinking a beer, right? Can be seen as sinful and bad. But judge not lest ye be judged, right? What does that mean? It doesn't mean we aren't to judge others. We are to judge others and we are to correct. I've said this before in earlier episodes, but when we judge someone for things that we still do, we condemn ourselves to destruction. And so when, even when we're condemning Drag Queen Story Hour, if we still live in sin and we can't acknowledge our sin and our shortcomings, we condemn ourselves. And it's not as big of a deal. Like, there is a big disparity between me judging someone at Drag Queen Story Hour and what I'm saying about, like, somebody eating sugar and then judging them for that, but I still eat sugar myself. Because I've never been in the Drag Queen Story Hour. It's not a sin I've committed, so I do judge it, right? But I'm not going to go protest it. You had to speak out against it for sure, but... You know. And, and to me... People, I, I don't know about street preaching. I don't know how that works. Some people condemn it, some people don't. But what I will say about a street preacher versus a protester is at least they're willing to stand alone with only God, right? They're willing to stand out there on their own and speak that message. But the moment people get into a group and they start protesting Drag Queen Story Hour as a group of people as if they're any better than any of those people, it's just ridiculous because now the group, now the group has become... <laughs> A conglomerate of all the, all the collective sins together, and now the group mentality, the the principality of the group, is now condemning for sins that someone in that group probably still commits regularly. 
But that's why it's dangerous to get into groups. Really, I mean, we need to be... There's so much to unpack. I really just need to start doing this more, I guess, because I have way too much going on. So maybe this is just like... I might just get a lot out here, a lot of scattered points, right? Head in the cloud type thoughts. And then maybe in future episodes really kind of ground them down even more. Grind them down. Wow, grind, ground. And polish them up, right? And bring them into captivity, right? But I got to start somewhere. And this is all new information to me. I haven't heard anybody talk about things like this. At all, really. But that's what happens when we stand alone, right? God gives us new information. There's, there's, you know, there's nothing new under the sun for sure, but God will give you a new message every day. Like, infinitely. Like, Barricade Garage is like the best. Dude, he is so in tune. I love his, when he disses people, it's always fresh. It's off the cuff. It's different every time. Every time. And it's so funny. Like, he was caught, what did he call? The day he said that Owen Benjamin was a dandruff demon. Like, because he was white or whatever. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> oh my gosh. His, his... He's just always fresh like that, man. He's always got something new to say, new to focus on. I love that, man. That's awesome. That's some spiritual power, man. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, when you stand alone with God, you get that. God will give you a new message. And I've gotten this new message. I've gotten a lot of new messages. So I haven't had one in a, like a week or so. But today, for some reason, a lot, like this is like just a huge down, like upgrade. Everybody said, a lot of people like call it downloads because it is coming from heaven right down. But I like call it an upgrade. To me, that's a higher-minded idea, right? Rather than a download, it's an upgrade. Anyhow, see, now I'm, you know, I need to set, there's like an alarm going off right now. Danger, danger, light worker thoughts. Oh, ah, you're getting scattered. What are you doing? See, you know, I'm just a man. My hands are dirty, burned. I got like a pus bleeding out of my hand right now. I got to burn. You know, I'm not speaking as someone who isn't on earth. I'm here on earth, you know? Sometimes I don't want to be. Often I don't want to be here. And I get that mentality with the lightworkers. The Pleiadian people, man, they don't want to be here. Oh, and this ties it into this. This is what it is, too. This is a huge point. It's a huge, important point. I'm glad I kept going and going and going. People with this lightworker mentality who are stuck there for years and years and years, they have trauma in their physical bodies. They were abused, whatever. So they stay in the higher-minded thoughts and the scattered head-in-the-clouds type of reality to avoid the pain and trauma of the physical world, which we all do. We all have... We all want to get out of this place sometimes, man. We all want to get out of this place. So I ain't going to judge them for avoiding it, right? So I get it. I'm not hating. But it's still foolish, this mentality. And you need to come down, you lightworker motherfuckers. You know, chill out. And this is like, here, here we go with the cussing. This, this actually, this is perfect. This is a perfect illustration. New information tied together just now. Fresh off the press. I was watching uh, Father Spyridon, I think it is. He was talking about the dangers of right-hand sin. 
and he compared it to like saying that we should drink beer every once in a while. We should drink with people. That way we don't enter this right-hand sin, this high-minded, because high-minded is good, so I, I don't want to shit on high-minded, but this mentality of, um, this holier-than-thou mentality, the right-hand sins, which is what light workers suffer from, right-hand sin. It's like, oh, I'm doing the right thing. I'm a good person. I'm trying to do what's right, and I'm trying to help everyone. But in that, right, and, and, and I don't drink, and I don't do that, but they do. But when you do, it's a problem, you know. And we've all done that. We've all condemned each other in relationships specifically, you know, for drinking too much or whatever. But it's good to, he was comparing the drinking, right? He was saying it's good to have a beer once in a while. And it's like me with the cussing just now. I'm like, you know, it's like having a beer. I'm not too high-minded to admit my faults and show that I have faults because I will always fall short of the glory of God until the fullness of time has come but knowing that I in knowing that I can have compassion for those who are much more fallen than I because we've we're all fallen in a way we're here on earth we're grounded we've all been grounded remember what, what do you do when you punish a child you ground them you ground them we're in punishment motherfuckers <laughs> this is prison we're under we're, we've been grounded god has grounded us man what's up with that Anyhow, I think that about wraps it up. I kind of want to maybe do a video on this. But see, this is... Here's my shortcomings. I wanted to do a video on this, but so often I get inspired and I want to go drive down to the office and do a video, and then I get distracted by things. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do that. This and that. It's going to be this. You know, I talk myself out of it. So I just said... Because originally I wanted to do a podcast, and I was like, no, this is a good video. But see, that's where I get in the high-minded thoughts, where I start thinking too much. I can make it perfect like this. I could do this and this and this. And you start getting head-in-the-clouds thoughts. But instead of just being up there, I had to just come here now and ground out my thoughts in this podcast right now. Bring them to the earth in a form that people could listen to, hear, and understand. And that's why, you know, as flawed as my messages came off as, I'm happy that I got it out. I feel like I hit a lot of good points. And uh, at a later time, I want to come back through these points and really flesh them out. Do you see how the language works? Do you see? I, I don't even know this is going to happen until I start speaking. I'm going to flesh out these ideas. I'm going to ground them and bring them to life, right? Do you see when you when you reach that balance point, the center of the heart, right? a focal point of the cross, and you tie your mind into it along with your root, those lower sexual desires as well as those higher-minded ideas, and you put them into your heart, and you push them back out. That magnetic field comes around you. You see how language is even developed. Like it, This is how people understand tongues at a certain level, because once we all, as a group, collectives, get to this position ourselves we can receive messages from 
higher sources. And, you know, <laughs> we're never going to... I'm, re I'm reading this book on Kabbalic mysticism, God is a Verb. And I was reading about the realms of the demons and the angels and what they... The Jews have awesome stories about angels, man. But, like, there's, there's just like this one about Moses when he's going walking up into heaven. He meets one angel who was like... I forget. It was ridiculous how how expansive the angel realm is. Like it was like one angel's like five hundred light years from another angel's realm, and this like just the distances and it's unfathomable the amount of information we have yet to learn and discover about ourselves and who we truly are and what this creation is, and it's going to continue to unfold through eternity to those who don't get destroyed in the process. And, you know, I don't know about if it's reincarnate, whatever. I don't know. I'm not focused on reincarnation. That's a stupid idea. It's, stu it's a stupid focus. I don't know whether it's true or not. It probably is. But if it's a focal point, you know, because I'd like to think that God wouldn't just destroy us. But why would I even be thinking about reincarnation? Why would I even meditate upon that? Why don't I just get it right and do it right now? That way I don't have to come back. Then it doesn't matter whether reincarnation is real or not. Everyone wants to sit out here and debate about these fucking ideas. Like, is reincarnation real? Is it not? Whatever. I'll just give you, it's, it's real. Sure. You'll come back here a thousand times. And you'll suffer from the ground up. And, and you might never ever make it out of this grounding. This prison sentence from God. This punishment. Where we've been grounded. I, I want to learn my lesson and get out of here, man. Holy shit. This place is brutal. And the pain and the suffering, like, just... Man. Because my issue is I connect too much with other people and I feel the pain of the world often. And I feel the pain and suffering of others as well as my own. And... <laughs> It's heavy. It's burdensome. But we're here to do the work, man. We're here to lift up one another. To lift ourselves up. First and foremost. But once we start to lift ourselves up, those around us can rise. But we got a long way to go to reach those higher angelic realms, man. According to the Kabbalist. But it's like... You know, sure, the information's out there from the... Archangel Michael and Gabriel, right? They got it. They got immense information. They got billions of angels underneath of them. They have whoa information, crazy, wow. However, we need to develop fully in the light of God before we can even get to the point where that information even matters. Sure, it's true. That's why we don't just have access to those higher realms because it doesn't matter here right now because our image is still developing, and we have a lot of work to go through. We have a lot of progress to be made before we can even come to realize these higher-minded ideas and truly apply them in a way that doesn't make us a fool, that doesn't make us a liar, because these light workers are liars right now, man. They might have access to higher realm information, but they're liars because they can't make it real. They can't make it real right here, right now. It's very egotistical and maniacal and self-grandizing to have access to higher information that you can't even 
help others with. You can't even help yourself with it, let alone somebody else. I mean, it's like, sure, like, if you know the name of all of Michael's angels, right? The ones that are under his command, right? You know the name of all of them. But it may, you know, the millions of them. And you brag about it, and you're so happy about it. You don't even know the names of the angels, man. And you treat others like that. You're a liar and a fool. That's pride. See, that's, oh, and I, I can't even believe I just now said pride. Holy cow, how did, that's the, that's the sin. Pride comes from righteousness. That's why Satan fell. Because he was, he was like one of God's best angels, right? But he became full of pride. I'm better than these people. I can't believe you're letting them do this and that. They're dishonoring you, God. Not like me. I'm not going to do that. These people are evil. And I'm going to show you their wickedness, God. Pride. Arrogance. Self-righteousness. All things that I've been guilty of. And while I try to avoid being guilty of them, I might be at times. It's very possible. But I'm not like I was, that's for sure. Good Lord. And that's, that's what these hallucinogens do. They introduce you to these higher realms of truth. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, you had the people down on earth who are putting in the hard work and suffering, and they're kind of jealous that you can just go access that information. And rather than to just acknowledge that what you're saying is true information and helping you ground it out and make it true. So part of the problem is that these light workers face is that they, they need the rest of the people to awaken to a certain level too. To bring the information that they want to convey. Otherwise they just come off as, as prideful and they are. They are sinning for not bringing it in a way that the rest of us can understand. And this is what creates, you know, but again, when you have two opposing sides, it creates energy and force and friction. And it keeps, you know, it animates life. So there's a reason for all of it. There's a reason for all of it. But I'm just the type of person, I, I just, I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't even... If somebody says they're from Pleiadia, or they say they're from Sirius, or they say they're from... I, fine, I'll believe. I don't care to challenge that. What's the point? What's your point, then? Like, what's their, What's your point? You're from there. Okay, what's the point? You think you're better than the rest of us? No, motherfucker. You're grounded, too. You're grounded, motherfucker. God has put you into a sentence. <laughs> Until you can figure out <laughs> what's going on. Man. And it's not easy, man. Shoot. It is not easy. I'll tell you that. It seems easy sometimes. Like right now, this is an easy message to get out. But this is... <laughs> it wasn't easy to find this message. <laughs> it was not easy. There was a lot of suffering to get to this point. Where I could say this. <laughs> a lot. Hey, I better get out of here. I'll just go on all day. Goodness gracious. Can't believe I talked this long. I didn't know I had that much to say. All right, y'all. I got to get rolling. I got to get some business to do and handle, take care of. And uh, I'll be back. This is Podcast Les Renaissance. Season 5, Episode 1, I think. I don't know. Could be. 
I kind of wanted to go into this whole thing about Russian right now. But I'll just do it now. I've already started. I already started. Like in Russian, like I'm learning Russian, a statement and a question are said the same way. And I was like, how? So when you're writing, a, it, the only difference is the question mark on the end. But I'm like, when you're saying this, how do you know if it's a question or a statement? Because you'd say, like, uh, the girl has a cat. But that could be a question or a statement, right? So you have to say, the girl has a cat? You have to say it with the inflection. Or you can add, like, a couple. They don't have, like, they don't use who, where, what, and all this in front of all their questions so much. They do have a few. Uh, like, where is a dieta? Dieta? Is this? Is this? It's, Russian is so hard to speak because it's it literally got so many different sounds that we don't use. And they're said in such a way. But anyhow. I don't even know what the point of that was. Just kind of a fun little fact. Anyhow, be well. So I, I want to steal this dude's quote, man. Every time I, like, I don't know how to sign out. And it's like, it is the best quote ever. And I just want to shout out this dude. I think he's dead now. I'm fairly certain he's dead. I used to listen to him on NPR. I forget what show he did. I think, oh yeah, the Prairie Home Companion. His 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 outro was always, be well and do good work. I was like, man, that's awesome. I like that. That's a great message. It's a great thing to leave people on. So today, I'm going to steal his message. And I'm going to sign out with, be well and do good work. <laughs>